EO Fire 1160. The level of your success is directly related to the kinds of questions that you ask yourself. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. The Fire Nation newsletter is the bomb, and to get on it, all you need to do is text EO Fire to 33444. That's EO Fire, all one word, no spaces, to 33444, and get insights from my head to your inbox weekly. Ignite. If you're selling online, use ShipStation.com to manage and ship your orders all from one place. For a special offer, visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone, and enter promo code FIRE. Save time billing and get paid faster with FreshBooks. They're ridiculously easy to use cloud accounting software designed for entrepreneurs and small business owners. Try it free for 30 days at FreshBooks.com slash FIRE. Light that spark, Fire Nation. Johnny Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Jane Atkinson. Jane, are you prepared to ignite? Hi, I am. Yes. Jane is known as speaker launcher in the world of speaking professionals. She's been helping speakers catapult their careers for more than 20 years, first as an agent and then as a vice president of the Speakers Bureau in Dallas, and for the past decade as a coach and consultant. Jane is a strong believer in creating your perfect lifestyle business. Jane, take a minute. Fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. What I think it doesn't really say is kind of how I spend my days now, which is typically maybe like you on the phone, on the phone or Skype, talking to people, coaching them, uh, really helping them accelerate their business in the world of professional speakers. So, um, I love what I do, and I think maybe that's the part that I would say is missing. It's just something that uh, there have been times over the years where I've been like, should I step outside of this profession? Where, where would I go? What would I do? And I've written books in in a topic that was completely uh, out of line, and I've come back to this because this is what I'm really passionate about. Now, we chatted about a little bit of snow that you're currently experiencing <laughs> in Canada. So give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Well, I uh, got married about eight or nine years ago. And the the day I got married, which was my first uh, marriage at 42 years old, I also became a grandma. So we called that child who's eight we joke that he was 10 years premature. Our uh, daughter was in college at the time when that occurred. And we've just had our second. So we have a boy and the girl now and our, our little family is growing. And I just, I, I don't know um, how much you believe in kind of the power of visualization and coaching, but we had mapped out. I had a coach when I lived in Dallas uh, probably about 15 years ago. A gentleman named Rich Fetke from California helped me map out what I wanted my life to look like, and everything has come true. Wow. It, it's just so phenomenal to me that I'm kind of living exactly the the life that I had set out for myself. And do I have more goals? Absolutely. Have I got some place to go between, you know, where I'd like to be ultimately? Absolutely. But I, I, I'm pretty darn excited, I must say. 
Now, Jane, one thing that you did at the beginning of this interview, and actually was specifically during our pre-interview chat, is you asked about the audience. You know, you asked about Fire Nation, and I love that. And I gave you some in depth about it. You know that we are entrepreneurs, small business owners, people who have already made that leap and are hard charging forward. Others who haven't quite made that leap yet. I know who you are. You're listening as you're driving to work, saying. When can I do what Jane's doing or what John's doing or one of my past, you know, 1160 guests have done? And that's awesome. And that's you, Fire Nation. And we love you for that. But Jane, I love at this point in the interview to talk about revenue because we're looking as entrepreneurs to create viable businesses. So what are the different ways that you generate revenue in your business today? Okay. Well, the entry point for most people to kind of get to know me is usually one of my two books. I wrote uh, one book called The Wealthy Speaker, which has a 2.0 version now, The Wealthy Speaker 2.0. And that's all, you know, kind of current information, as well as uh, the epic keynote presentation skills and styles of wealthy speakers. So those go nicely together. And that's usually how people start to understand, you know, oh, oh, okay, this is an interesting world. And and um, the wealthy speaker kind of opens up the world for people who are thinking about adding speaking to their repertoire or becoming a quote-unquote professional speaker. So once they've been there, they kind of go, okay, Jane, well, what can I do with you next? And we take them into uh, either one of two paths. One would be online training. We have a 16-week course that we do online. It's kind of a hybrid, both online and uh, there are some group calls that we do as we go through that. Or they come through uh, VIP private coaching. That's typically people who are a little more advanced. And then both of those groups come back together again in my wealthy speaker community and the events that revolve around that. So there's kind of a series of steps and different revenue streams that I have uh, going on. And what's critical, Fire Nation, is as I'm hearing Jane talk about this, I'm seeing how these revenue streams grew on top of each other. You don't need to have all of these from day one. They grow as you continue to put content out and you see, okay, this is working. Let me add to that. Okay, this isn't working. Let me go in a different direction. And before you know it, you have revenue streams right there in front of you. Is that what happened with you, Jane? This is like 12 years of try this. Nope, that didn't work. Try this. (laughs) Nope, that didn't work. You know, hitting roadblocks, going around, going up, going down. You know, that's 12 years of figuring it out to get to where we want to go. And I would say that there have been different flashpoints. We call them flashpoints where we kind of go turbocharge for a little while. And one of the bigger flashpoints was when I wrote the book. That was just a tremendous help in terms of getting all of my ideas down on the page. I had done pretty much strictly coaching up until then. And I thought to myself, hmm, kind of trading a lot of time for money here. How how do I leverage my time? And so that was the result of um, the book and the first big flashpoint. Fire Nation, we don't know when these flashpoints are going to happen. They happen when we consistently put out content and we learn from our audience and we listen to them and then it happens and we're listening still so that we see that it happens and then we take action to amplify that. Now, Jane, your entrepreneurial journey has taken you from the deserts, the dry, hot deserts of Dallas to the (laughs) snowy wastelands of London, Ontario, Canada, and everywhere in between. You've had your ups and your downs. I want to talk right now, not just about the downs, but about what you consider your worst 
entrepreneurial moment to date. So Jane, take us to that moment in time and tell us that story. Well, I have to tell you, I had a lot of ch- a lot to choose from. <laughs> and so I'm going to give you one that's kind of recent. So last summer, I was going to speak at the big convention, uh, the very first NSA convention that I ever went to, that's the National Speakers Association, had been 20 years earlier in Washington, D.C., and I was going back as a speaker 20 years later. And I just piled the pressure on myself for this speech to be the most important engagement of my life. And I had a couple of partners in the speech that were going to uh, be there with me. And we weren't exactly on the same page in terms of what we wanted the outcomes of the speech to be. And we had a hugely diverse audience. We had at least 25 people in the room who had been speaking for more than 30 years. And then we had, you know, hundreds of speakers who were somewhere between zero and maybe 10 or 15 years. And so a huge, huge cross session and trying to be all things to all people. So uh, we get into the room that day. The organizers added an extra 100 chairs without telling us. So we didn't have a hundred handouts for people. Uh, The room was so, so, so very hot. People were angry it was so hot. And there were these massive pillars in the room. And I felt uh, like I was on the hot seat, like I had never (laughs) been on the hot seat literally before. Like this is entrepreneur on fire, but that was like conference (laughs) on fire, literally. Conference on fire. Literally in this room. I mean, people were uh, first they started complaining about the pillars like during the session. And then it was and this conference isn't, uh, you know, accessible enough for people with handicaps. And it just like snowballed. Yeah. As soon as people can complain about one thing, like it just opens the door. Yeah. And I thought that this was a really, really, really rough go for me. And uh, inside, I was just thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I'm I'm not really enjoying myself very much right now. Um, but do you want to hear something funny? Yeah. I, so a few weeks went by after that presentation, felt a little sick to my stomach every time I thought about it. <laughs> but people during the conference had come up and, oh my gosh, I saw your session. It was so good. I took pages of notes and blah, blah, blah. And Victoria Labom, who's an amazing speech coach, sat down with me afterwards and said, Jane, I have three pages of notes here. I just want you to know that. And she kind of talked me down from the ledge a little (laughs) bit. And so uh, three weeks went by and I was starting to settle down about the whole situation. And I got an email from uh, the head of uh, the executive director of the whole association. And he said, Jane, uh, we heard such great things about your presentation. Would you mind if we sent out the recording to everybody, the whole, the whole association? And I said, well, you better let me listen to it first. Uh, Cause I wanted to see if it was as bad as I thought it was. And you know what? I listened back and it was fine. There was nothing wrong with all of these things that were happening were going on in my own mind. And so um, 
a big, 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 big lesson in terms of putting pressure on myself, big lesson in terms of knowing exactly who my market is in that room, even if I have a bunch of different people. Um, there were several really big uh, aha moments that came from that particular one, but um, I, I just learned tremendously from that. It was just such a growing experience and humbling as well. Fire Nation, for weeks and weeks and weeks, Jane was beating herself up over that. She was feeling <laughs> sick to her stomach when she would think about that past conference and the heat and the complaints and the pillars and everything in between. She just couldn't get over it. And think about just the barriers that she was putting in place for content production that for, during those weeks, like she wasn't able to definitely be her best self. You know, she's losing confidence. She's doubting her abilities, all these different things. And it was all in her own head. I mean, when finally someone said, Jane, like, you are good. And like, she listened back to it and she realized she was. We do this over and over and over again, Fire Nation. You know, we invent these things about ourselves and we, you know, make up and conjure these bad scenarios. And there's a reason for this. Like, it's very scientifically proven that we always jump to worst case scenario. Why? Because that's how we survive. It's much better to just assume there's a saber-toothed tiger around the corner than to assume that there's a little kitten around the corner. Because if it ends up being a kitten, guess what? We're okay. But if it ends up being a saber-toothed tiger and we were expecting a kitten, guess what? We're dead. So that's the human instinct. We assume the worst and we have to get out of our heads in this scenario in 2015, Fire Nation. Like... In 10,000 BC, like that was good to have. But, you know, in, you know, in the year that we are now, 2015, 2016, whenever you're listening to this, it is not the right way to do things. The imposter syndrome is real. And Jane, you mentioned a couple aha moments you had during that worst moment and the coming out of that worst moment. What I want you to do now is to go to a aha moment that you've had at some point in your journey. Just go to that moment. Tell us that story, because now that you're kind of getting to know Fire Nation a little bit and, and who we are and what we have, what's an aha moment that you've had that's going to resonate with our listeners? Tell us that story. The reason I negotiated with myself to move back to London, Ontario, which is my hometown, it's not the vast wasteland that you've painted for us. <laughs> Thank you very much. It did. Snow Nor is Dallas a dry, <laughs> hot desert either. <laughs> it did. It did snow though a couple of days ago. Um, but I was. Uh, we do have this river that runs through the city. It's actually called the Thames River, and uh, I was doing. You guys my, are really copying London on a lot of I things. I know. Huh? I know. <laughs> Even how you pronounce Thames. Stratford up the road. Uh, so I was, I was kind of doing my little journey around, uh, the river and back to, uh, the condo where I lived and I was looking up at the houses along the river and I was really thinking about my life and I thought, you know, at this point I had been coaching for several years. I thought, you know, I have a lot of clients who are earning, you know, in the millions and I'm. I'm playing small in my life. I am not stepping into what I am fully capable of. And I I really uh, decided in that aha moment that I had to step up my game. And as I alluded to earlier in that flashpoint, um, one of the things that I had decided – so there, there were actually three things that I wanted uh, – 
I thought I would like to be in a long-term relationship and I hadn't until that. <laughs> I'd kissed many frogs between <laughs> the time I had started dating until I was 40 years old. I wanted, I wanted to have children in my life, but I didn't really necessarily think they had to come out of my body. <laughs> and I wanted to have a house by the river. That would be the ultimate kind of sign that I had arrived in the place that I really wanted to be. So uh, I went back to my little condo and I got to work on some things and I and I the, one of the first things I did after that moment was I um wrote the first book the wealthy speaker original version and it really was a tremendous game changer for me and um that was the beginning of kind of going check 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 for all three of those things that I wanted in my life I love that phrase I'm playing small in life. Fire Nation, how many of us can look in the mirror right now and say those very words and know that those words are true? And if the answer is yes right now, number one, it's sad because you don't need to play small in life. And believe me, at the end of your journey, you don't want to look back and be able to say those words with truth at the end of your journey. But on the other hand, it's exciting because like Jane, you can have an aha moment that yes, I am playing small in life, but no, I don't have to continue to do so. I can play bigger and this can give you that aha moment to do just that and start that domino effect. Jane didn't get all of those things all at once. She did one thing and then put one foot in front of the other and then now we're talking. Here we are, 2015, and all those things have now come true for her. So Think about that, Fire Nation. Are you playing small in life? If yes, sad, but guess what? You can take steps forward. If no, awesome, keep listening because Jane's got some value bombs coming up for us. And Jane, that was my biggest takeaway. What do you, in just one sentence, want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your aha moment? The best advice I have ever received was a friend of mine, Cheryl Cran, said to me one day, uh, have you ever heard that phrase? And I don't know that she gave it to me exactly the way it was intended. Uh, we think it's maybe a Tony Robbins reference. It's, and it's something around the level of your success is directly related to the kinds of questions that you ask yourself. Ooh ask better questions. And so in that moment, when I was turning 40, the question became, who do I need to become? Who do I need to become to have all of these things that I want in my life? As it turned out in love, I needed to become more open because I played lip service to the idea that I was ready for love, but I really wasn't. There was really a lot of kind of uh, walls up and so I kind of went it I set about, you know, I actually wrote a book about all this. Um, <laughs> I I set about figuring out how to do it like a strategy, like I would in business and, and to take all those walls down. And who do I need to become to have that house by the river? Well, as it turned out, in order to raise my game, I needed to become an author. And so that was kind of a part of the um the the, the, the interesting thing is for the kid part, for the kids to actually enter my life, I needed to get okay with chaos. <laughs> <laughs> that could be I, one thing that's holding me back right now. I don't know if I'm okay with chaos. Like I kind of like the organized life that I've created here and I totally get that. So Jane, appreciate you sharing that. Love that. Great advice as you've had. Now, if you could just break down in one sentence, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I think my biggest weakness 
probably a lot of people can relate to this is that I have a lack of patience. I want immediate gratification. You know, we're planning for something here in our backyard, which, by the way, does overlook the river. And uh, in order to find all of the things that we wanted for this kind of gazebo and outdoor room, I have to wait till the spring because guess what? You can't buy a gazebo in the fall in Canada (laughs) or the outdoor furniture. I have to be patient. That is so difficult for me to do. I want everything. Everything I want yesterday. And so patience is definitely uh, something that I would say it's, you know, probably a strength and a weakness. What is the one thing that has you more fired up today than anything else? I have just developed my new Wealthy Speaker community, and I am going to be doing an event that I've thought about doing for probably the last five or six years, but I've kind of been too afraid to go for it. So I'm going for it boldly, and I'm going to do a two-day event in Dallas in January, which will launch my Wealthy Speaker community, and then we'll be together for a whole year after that. So I am so fired up. I am kind of like nervously anticipating and cannot wait to launch. And yet at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm putting a lot of money on the line. And so it's a huge risk, but at the same time, it's hugely exciting, which I think probably most, most times you try to go to the next level, you're in this period of discomfort getting there. And fortune favors the bold, Fire Nation, so be bold. (laughs) Now, Fire Nation, we have some value bombs coming up in the lightning round. But first, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Time. For most entrepreneurs or small business owners, it's the very thing that always seems to be in short supply. Tons to do and never enough time to get it all done. The good news is our friends over at FreshBooks feel your pain and have created something to help you reclaim some of your precious time. FreshBooks is the super simple invoicing solution that lets you create and send slick professional looking invoices in seconds. And invoicing is only the beginning. FreshBooks will also make managing your expenses, staying on top of who owes you what, and tracking your time the easiest part of your day. If your business keeps you constantly on the move, not to worry. Their mobile app can keep up. Send invoices from your phone and use a camera to capture your receipts. Stop wasting your time. Join over 5 million who are already using FreshBooks to make billing painless. Try FreshBooks for free for 30 days. Visit freshbooks.com slash fire. When you're selling online, getting your orders out the door quickly and efficiently can be tough. That's why you need ShipStation.com because it's the fast and easy way to manage and ship your orders all from one place. Whether you sell on eBay, Amazon, Shopify, or Etsy, ShipStation.com brings all your orders into one simple interface so that you can manage on any device, even your cell phone. They also connect with over 65 other popular selling channels. Use ShipStation.com to create shipping labels for top carriers like UPS, FedEx, and USPS, and lock in the best shipping rates available. No wonder ShipStation.com is the number one choice of online sellers. Right now, you can try ShipStation.com for free for 30 days and get an additional month free with promo code FIRE. Don't wait. Go to ShipStation.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in FIRE. That's ShipStation.com promo code FIRE. Jane, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear. 
I was I was in a safe place with a nice little company around me, some good water cooler conversations and 30 people. It was a small business, but fear of actually just leaping out on my own, uh, that's what held me back. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Asking myself really good questions and preparing before I fire. So I have a process called ready, aim, fire that I pretty much run everything through and I don't fire until I've gone through ready and aim. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. There's an app that my coach, Dan Sullivan, created, and it's called Windstreak, and it allows you to post your wins. You can do a little ping to yourself every day. I, mine comes up at 4 o'clock and says to me, what were your wins today? And I put them in, and I document them, and it allows me to um, you know, keep the momentum moving forward. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? <laughs> Well, I'd probably be a fool not to say the Wealthy Speaker 2.0 or <laughs> uh, or the Epic Keynote. But, um, you know, one book that I really, really like is called Becoming a Category of One. And a friend of mine, Joe Calloway, wrote that. Becoming a Category of One. And of course, the Wealthy Speaker 2.0. And Fire Nation, <laughs> I know you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Jane, is The Wealthy Speaker 2.0 in Audible? I think it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Well, Jane, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, I think this is the most difficult question I've ever been asked. (laughs) (laughs) I first, I'd go ready and fire. I'd first decide what do I want to sell because I'm a marketer and I love selling stuff. I would uh, start to kind of build out my umbrella and plan what what needs to be the entry point and what I'm going to have as a part of my uh, business model. I'd, I'd then... Uh, set up a website, and I'd probably start writing madly. Um, and and the uh, with the whole idea of building a fan base around me all over again, and uh, and and starting with whatever the product I decided to sell would be. Well, Jane, let's end today on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say bye bye. Ensure that you have mapped out your strategy before you start communicating with your prospects about it. In my world of professional speaking, that's what I see the most is that people are out firing without having taken ready, get it gotten ready and taken aim. So really be crystal clear on who your target market is and what value you bring to the table for them before you start firing. So that would be number one. And then uh, if people would like to get in touch with me, they can come over to speakerlauncher.com. And actually that Ready, Aim, Fire strategy is mapped out beautifully in a new three-part video series that we offer to people for free on that website. 
Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with JA and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Jane in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything we've talked about today directly. Go to speakerlauncher.com. If you want to check out her website, that'll be linked up on the show notes page as well, as well as her books. And Jane, I just want to say thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Are you prepared to podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and sign up for our free 15-day podcast course today. Create, grow, and monetize your podcast at freepodcastcourse.com. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite. Ignite.